Oh yeah, baby. Playoffs are set. We're back in the booth. It's backdoor cover. It's Micah. It's Brad. What's Gucci? Hello, Micah. Hello, Brad. What's good, buddy? Uh, it feels good to be back in the driver's seat here in these palatial MWBK studios. How did the Big Apple treat you? Uh, it was great. Want to tell us about time. it? Not really. Nothing special, huh? Uh, no, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. If you want Micah's guide to New York, oh, I see what you're doing. You're gonna have to tune in to Mind of Micah. I haven't released that episode yet, so it's not there yet. I haven't recorded it yet either. Uh, I don't know when I will. But at some point, I'll give Micah's guide to New York. That's some uh, next level thinking with marketing, buddy. Thank you. You're, that's you're Micah. Something that's never happened yet. <laughs> Wherever podcasts are available. Uh, today, I have a, a new episode that dropped this morning uh, that is uh, Best Of from last year. Oh, with Elgar's. Elgar's joined me, and we talked about, we answered a, a Micah's mailbag question where someone said that their dad was recently divorced. He's been going to karaoke bars by himself. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. We break it all down. Uh, let's talk football, though. Let's do it. What a weekend. Holy shit. Indeed. Where do you want to begin, buddy? Let's start in the pros. Um okay. I guess we can start with some of the firings, uh, news and notes before we get to the games. That's always fun. Yeah. Um, the Giants fired Pat Schumer. Okay. The Cowboys, for some reason, have yet to fire Jason Garrett, but uh, I would imagine that's going to happen sooner rather than later. The Washington professional football team seems to have come up to an agreement with Ron Rivera uh, to be their next head coach. Doesn't really mean anything to me, but okay, interesting. Um, and Freddie Kitchens, the uh, the captain of the the uh, dumpster fire express, has been fired after one season. Freddie Soup Kitchens, yeah. I think Doug Marone is still kind of on the chopping block, but no announcement there in Jacksonville either. Uh, Jason Garrett has to be fired the next day or two. Dolphins have fired most of their staff, which is kind of weird. Wait, you um, glossed over that. Are you starting to sweat that, that Garrett may not be fired? Yes. Good. This is fun. No, they're going to fire him. This I is just fun. Don't, he apparently met with Jerry today, but they did not fire him. Or, well, he had, they haven't made an announcement yet. Maybe they'll announce it tomorrow. You think he has like some I guess sort of we're recording this Monday Jerry night. Jones, I like on his airplane doing something freaky? I'd be surprised if he didn't. Actually, he's been the coach for ten years. Made maybe, the playoffs uh, three times. Maybe he's going to keep that job. Just a reminder: uh, we're recording this Monday night, so something could break by the time you listen to this Tuesday. Um, what is your big takeaway from the NFL games yesterday? You sometimes ask me this question, and it's very difficult to answer on the fly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think my big takeaway is that the Forty ers are for real. I really liked the Forty ers game there. Um, I, you know, I was expecting the Cowboys to come out and smush and look really good versus the shittiest team ever in the uh, Washington Redskins and then have their hearts broken by not making playoffs. That happened. Not a whole lot of surprises. There was some shockers though with, uh, New England really shat the bed. Brad, you're now on, on thing three. I know. I'm just thinking out loud because you asked me these random questions without letting me prep for them. <laughs> so I'm just going to talk out loud until you stop me. Well, if your number one thing is the Niners being the number one seed, their victory over mm-hmm. Seattle, my number one thing okay. is the bed shitting of the week. Ooh. Brought to you by Lisa Mattress. Is this from New England? This is the New England Patriots losing to Miami and losing a bye uh, and home field, well, home field advantage. I guess they would have been the number two seed. Mm. Uh, the first time in 10 years they don't have a bye in, week, in the first round, have to play in the wild card, which is unbelievable. 
Uh, I still can't believe it happened that they got beat in the fourth quarter by Ryan Fitzpatrick of all people. Well, okay, that's that is something that's uh, of note, but. What's even crazier is that this defense was maybe arguably the best defense of the last 10 years earlier this year. Correct. Yeah, the first half of the season. Ryan Fitzpatrick gets a ball a last minute, last whatever, a couple minutes left in the game to like however many yards. Do you think, what was it, like 85, 90 yards they had to drive? It was a long drive that he was required to uh, convert with no time left. And this defense, which is supposedly amazing or was amazing at one point in the season, really just folded and uh ouchie i suppose i don't know i'm not really sure what to think what do you think i'm shocked yeah i'm just shocked i i can't of all of the things of all the scenarios telling me that the patriots would lose that game was the one that i expected the least uh and you have to have major major questions about this patriots team uh, major you know the, the offense has struggled for most of the year but the defense has been or at least was historically great the first half of the year. Maybe they're coming back to earth. What do you I don't think know. is the this cause is just, For this to happen, uh, and this, to me, is more means more for the Chiefs than it does for the Patriots, actually. Um, Definitely. Because this puts the Chiefs in a position to really make a run at the Super Bowl. For me, they are my Super Bowl favorite. Right you now. like them, huh? Uh, in the AFC and perhaps to win the whole thing. I think we should probably... We'll make predictions... Uh, for this week's games and for the entire playoffs. Uh, and we'll pick a winner before the playoffs start here in our th- Wednesday or Thursday episode, whenever we release later this week. Um, so we, we're not going to preview those games today. But uh, spoiler alert, I like the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. Uh, the Chiefs are are rounding into form. They seem they're healthier healthy, than they've been most of the season. Which is really key. They've won six in a row, I think. And they're just balling. And... Now they get a bye week, another week of rest. The only they've beaten Lamar Jackson two straight times, and you know that's the only road game they'll have to play. Do the Bills, Texans, or Titans scare you? No, not particularly. I mean, the Patriots are scary, of course, for your Chiefs fan. But um, so you're going you to have to overcome that. You're going to have to beat the Pats, and I think point. this is the perfect time. But now man. you get them at home. Yeah. And you could have, you know, I, in one of the toughest places to play, although uh, Chiefs have had their hearts broken so many times in, in playoff games at home, that's kind of a skittish fan base. But that's we'll talk about that later. But, yeah, for me, the biggest winner and loser this week, winner being the Chiefs, loser being the Patriots, uh, they shit the bed. And if you need a new bed in the new year, start your <laughs> year off right, go to lisa.com slash BDC, like backdoor cover. Your discount will be automatically applied. These are all American mattresses. They're made in the USA, designed in the USA. It's a great company, a company with heart. They donate one mattress for every 10 they sell to charities like foster care prevention. Plus, the mattresses are fucking dope. Brad and I both sleep on them in different homes, uh, in different mattresses. And you get a 100-night risk-free trial. It's that easy. All you have to do is go to lisa.com slash BDC. It's shipped to your house for free. You'd see it has free returns if you sleep on it for 100 nights and don't like it, which is crazy because you won't. You'll love it. Uh, but give yourself the gift of new rest, of, of good rest, good sleep in the new year. Uh, so last thing. Lisa.com slash BDC. Last thing about the uh, Patriots. So James White, I, I kind of like alluded to vaguely what happened here at the end of the game. Here's what actually, actually happened. James White puts New England up uh, 24-20 with 3.53 left in the game. Uh, Fitzpatrick and the Dolphins run on a 13-play, 75-yard drive, including a recovered fumbled snap and a completed 24-yard pass to Devontae Parker. Like, he he was Fitzmagic, and he ran, he he 
marched it 75 yards down the throat of what was expected to be the best defense in the league and uh, a humiliating so I think pathetic loss. I think they're I think they're exhausted. I think they've been carrying that offense for too many weeks in a row. Yeah, I think, that I think there may be something maybe to that. starting to bend like the like you know how the Bears defense kind of fell apart even though they're mm-hmm. uh, well, we know really, the formula yeah. with to beat the Patriots uh Pates uh, the Pates the, the Pats, Pats this yes. season. Um which is which is play tough defense. Mm-hmm. And uh, play everything underneath. They don't have any any game breakers over the top. No big play threats. Uh, Brady's going to throw it to Edelman fifteen times. That's fine. Let him catch six yard passes all day. I mean, if you just and shut him you score, down, you're good. If you score, if you get to three touchdowns, you win the game. Yeah, which is why if you're sitting there as a Chiefs fan looking at the Patriots in in round two or in the divisional round or whatever, you're feeling pretty good because. The Chiefs have beaten the Patriots, and the Chiefs can score 21 points on the Patriots, and I think they can win the football game. Mm. Uh, that's a well, – again, we're, we're not really looking ahead. In the NFC, as you mentioned earlier, your one big thing, uh, 49ers survived by an inch over the Seahawks in Seattle. Um, I don't know how I feel about the 49ers. I have to tell you, Seahawks are so banged up. Mm. Seahawks have just been you know, as injury-plagued as any team in, in the league this year, and they were one inch away from winning that game. And winning the division and the Niners falling, they really did have like a serious comeback in the second half there, but just fell short. But that being said, uh, the Niners—they are your number one seed. You got to go through Santa Clara now. Uh, Packers, the number two seed in the NFC, obviously. Uh, and my pick to win the NFC is the New Orleans Saints. You think so? Yes, that's an interesting pick. Neither the Packers nor the Niners scare me. Mm. Um, if I was if I was the Saints, Saints are thirteen and three. It's not very often a thirteen and three team has to to start uh, playing the wild card round, but here we are. Isn't that crazy? Thirteen and three, and they got to play around one game. Rough. And the against the Vikings, a, a pretty good football team. Let's, so Seattle goes to play um, the the Eagles, right? Yes, Seattle goes to Philly. That's like basically a preseason game in terms of rosters with how many injuries. Oh man, yeah, that's true. Have. Anyways, that's we'll get true. to it. Uh, okay, well, let's run through some of the other results, and then we'll, uh, we're also going to talk, I, I should mention, we're now 10 minutes into the podcast, I should mention, we are going to talk college bowl results here, too, Excellent. or playoff time. I'm not going to talk about the other bowls, because I haven't really been watching. Uh, have you? A little bit here and there. Yeah, here and there, but not enough to really talk about and mean anything. Okay. okay. Uh, Atlanta beat Tampa Bay. Jameis Winston, hilariously, Ended his his last throw as a pay, as a well under his rookie contract anyway was a pick six, uh, and they lose to the Falcons. Did he get thirty picks on the year? I'm sure he did. I heard that he led the league. He led the league in, in passing. Pick too. six, uh, whatever. Convert, Apparently, whatever his you call first that. ever throw on his rookie contract and the last throw on his rookie contract were both both pick sixes. Mm. So uh, do you? Okay, what's your take here? Do you do you like Jameis? Do you not like Jameis? Bruce Arians doing? was very non-committal uh, when asked about it today. He said that you know we could win with this guy, we could win with another quarterback. So whatever that means. Although I, I don't know, the Jameis Winston experience is is really something quite stressful. The dude is who he is, though. He's, yeah. he's on his second or third coach now, and he's going to throw thirty picks like that. He, he's going to lead the league in picks. He might not uh, throw thirty next year, but he'll throw twenty-two. He could get better next year. He can't. <laughs> He can't. He can't get it. This is who this dude is. He might have a couple picks dropped. He might throw 20 instead of 30, 
But he's going to, if if not lead the league, be close if if the guy's a starter next year. I think he probably is. So I think so for sure. Uh, we talked about Miami twenty seven, New England twenty four, uh, in a the most surprising result of the day. That game in New England too, just it's bizarre, so bizarre, so I, inexcusable. I was thinking that New England was creating this manufactured adversity going into the playoffs and trying to kind of build it up. I don't think so, man. I think they just stink, and I think that they're in their head, and I think Tom Brady's too old and is not bouncing back. There's too many injuries. The offensive side of the ball is just in big trouble, and the defense seems to just have kind of given up. So I don't know. I don't feel good for, about where they stand at all. But, uh, yeah, we'll, well see. The Chicago Bears beat Minnesota 21-19 uh, in a game that meant nothing to Minnesota. The Chiefs beat the Chargers 31-21 at home. That was uh, the most interesting thing there was the video we posted on Backdoor Cover Podcast of Kevin Harlan announcing both games at the same time when the <laughs> he was basically calling the the end of the New England-Miami uh, game, which gave the Chiefs uh, the chance to move up to the number two seed. The Chiefs look good. Uh, the Chargers are 1-2-3 Cancun or Miami or whatever, but uh, shouts to the Chiefs rolling into to form, 31 points. They've got that rookie, Mecole. I think Mecole was the name of one of the the thugs in uh, in dodgeball. Hmm. What you like one of the about? Eastern European like goons? Yeah, a member of the whatever the the mon- like, they weren't the monsters. They were something. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I think one of them was named Mecole. So shouts to Mecole Hardiman. I think is that the guy's name. Mahomes didn't have much of a game. Sixteen for twenty five for one hundred seventy four a touch and a pick. Still, Interesting. Still put up 31. Don't need Good much for versus the, the Chargers, that's for sure. Green Bay wins in Detroit 23-20 in a, a meaningless game. Uh, I guess not meaningless. Green Bay needed that to, to lock down the number two seed, and they barely squeaked by Detroit. I'm just not sold on this Green Bay team. But at the end of the day, they have Aaron Rodgers. And if, as every Cowboys fan knows, Aaron Rodgers can single-handedly win you a game. If they keep it close and he's got the ball in the fourth quarter, he's going to score. I mean, I think, and this Green Bay team is has proven to keep games close and to to win games. They've so. got some players too, man. That, that Aaron Jones has been balling running back, and then the guy um, Devontae Adams has been good for years. Like they've got plenty of playmakers. As long as as Rogers can click, then the people are in pretty big trouble. I think that defense is underrated too. And we'll see. Uh, another hilarious game: the ultimate dumpster fire, the one that perhaps got Freddie Kitchen fired. Uh, Cincinnati defeats Cleveland 33-23. Uh, everything that I read is that, you know, the the Browns season's been a disaster, but with three weeks to go, they, they you know, let's see how they can do. They lost all three games, including this one, uh, in humiliating fashion. 33-23. Uh, I mean, Baker just stinks. You're trash. He, he regressed. Uh, OBJ had an unbelievable touchdown, but they stink. The Cincinnati's the worst team. They are getting, They won this game, and they're still getting the number one seed, uh, number one pick. Humiliating, embarrassing, and trash. Moving on. Okay. We've spent too much time talking about Cleveland all season. We, <laughs> it's That's just it. enough. That's it. We're done. Saints kicked the shit out of Carolina, 42-10. to 10. They were up, I believe, 42-3 to 3 before Carolina got a cheap late touchdown. Mm. Saints are fucking killers right now. You like them, huh? And this Carolina team is just a fucking dumpster fire. They're embarrassing and trash. McCaffrey did have a uh, a career year. He had a hell of a year. Yeah. But uh, everyone else on that team is a bunch of dogs. You think they're going to bring Cam back now? I don't think so. 
Interesting. But I don't know. I, I don't wonder know. where he ends up because he is certainly an asset. Uh, the Jets beat the Bills 13-6 to in a game that didn't matter to Buffalo. Uh, Arizona loses at L.A. Rams in a game that didn't matter to anyone. So I'll just keep going. 31. Okay. What's the score here? 31-24. Uh, Denver beats Oakland uh, 16-15 to in Denver. Drew Locke, the greatest quarterback in the history of football, is now, I think, 5-1 and one as a starter. That's right. Just fucking killing it. Uh, big shouts to this Denver team. He really turned it around after some bad luck to start the season. Oakland lays an egg. You can't lose this game if you have a chance at a playoff, uh, no matter how slim that chance was. And, and it was it wouldn't have mattered anyway. But um, Drew Locke, the greatest quarterback in the history of, of football. I mean, it, John Elway is trash compared to Drew Locke. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for supporting me on, on that terrible, terrible hot take. Uh, so is Homeboy still on their payroll, the unibrow kid, the quarterback from, um, where is he, from Delaware? I can oh, remember Flacco. everything about him, but his name. Yeah, yes. Joe Flacco. Flacco. Is he still on the on the payroll next year? Because he, I, I think don't. He's I think got he was a, a one year deal. Is that right? No, no, no. They got to get his ass out of there. Yeah, no. I think he's just on a one year deal. So they should that should free up some cap space, man. Impressive for Denver to finish the the season strong. Uh, we thought that Vic Fangio was dead man walking the first half of the season, but uh, well done. Is and he not fired? He wasn't fired. No, 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 no. It's his first year. Hmm. Uh, someone who was fired was the coach of. The New York Giants, um, Pat Schumer, okay. after they lose uh, against Philly, 34-17. And what looked like, it was just heartbreaking enough for the Cowboys and Cowboys fans. It looked like the Giants had a chance in this one at the end, and then the Eagles broke their back at the late touchdown. Uh, the Eagles finished the season 9-7. and seven. They are now, of course, uh, the final team in the playoffs in the NFC. They host a playoff game because they did win their division. Uh, they host the Seahawks. The Eagles are another team that's beat all beat to hell, um, but you got to give their coaching staff they are the a lot most of credit. Beat to hell, you have to give Carson Wentz a lot of credit. This is the best Carson Wentz has ever played, and carrying this team as far as as far as they have, I think they've won three or four in a row now down the stretch, uh, including big ones. It's impressive, and and they're just a a well coached football team, and they got beat to hell, but they're dangerous uh, in. <laughs> In some ways. So they did win four in a row, but it was versus the Giants, the Redskins, the Cowboys, and the Giants. So... No, it's four. Hey, <laughs> had to win four in a row to make the playoffs. They won four in a row to make the playoffs. What a shit. And now they, they get to play the beat-to-hell Seahawks in a game that could be a lot like the one they played yesterday. I mean, I, Seahawks are a better team. I assume they, they've opened as a favorite. I haven't looked, but... Oh, they'd have to be. Um, you know, that'll be... That's probably the worst game of the of the the wild card weekend. Actually, uh, it either that or Bills Texans who play in the the classic Texans Saturday Saturday morning slot. What are you listening to? I could hear something. It's it just was Ralph slurping yeah. water out back. Okay, continue. Yeah, I, I can hear that too. Um, all right, so Giants they suck. They fire their coach Dave Gettleman, the uh, GM, kept his job somehow, and he's really the guy who fucked that whole franchise. Is Generally, the uh, the consensus there, tough break. Mm. Uh, here's a game I was loud wrong about. Jacksonville 38, Indy 20. I thought Indy was going to stomp Jacksonville. That was my lock of the week. Oops, uh, the game was meaningless, but uh, I'm surprised. Tennessee kicks the shit out of Houston, who rested basically everybody. Uh, 35-14 in Houston. Tennessee yeah. punches their spot to the playoffs. 
uh, where they will go to Foxborough and probably get their ass kicked. I don't think so, man. I think I'm really down on on New England right now. I'm I'm very interested in that game. Well, we'll be able to see it, and we'll preview it later in the week on backdoor cover. I'm interested to hear Mitch's take on on uh, New England. Cowboys 47, Washington 16. Cowboys look great. They're fucking trash. I hate them. I hate every part of the the organization. I hate Jerry. I hope he dies soon. Uh, I hope they fire that ginger fuck by by the time you're listening to this. You know, it's even more just sort of demoralizing to see a team play that well and know how much talent they have and the skill. This is what you expected, right? Yeah, like I mean, we knew well, they were going to come out and make got, us feel sad. This is also what we got against bad teams this year. I mean, Cowboys started three and zero against shitty teams and looked like this all those first three games, and now they've gotten a little healthier, and now they're sitting at home. One, two, three, Cancun. That's sort so of fair. Washington's a, a fucking dog. That's I mean, sort they, of fair. Cares? But they also lost to a bunch of shitty teams like the Jets and right. some other crap teams, the Lions. Well, they lost. They didn't lose the Lions actually, but. They lost a lot of games they should not have lost. That Jets game is teams. the one that, that still hurts the most. I think that's going to hurt for life, buddy. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, Baltimore, another game. Actually, I was loud right about this one. Baltimore 28, Pittsburgh 10. I was a doubter, too. Uh, shouts to Robert Griffin. Yeah, he did. He got it done, didn't he? He did. Baltimore finishes 14-2. and two. Uh, Especially impressive. What is that? 12 in a row? Yeah. Since, uh, since who was it? I the last time that was they... it was uh, the Browns. No, you're talking about what started their win streak. Mm-hmm. Oh no, no, it was it... their last game they lost. Was the Browns? Um, Robert Griffin only threw for 96 yards, but he ran for 50. Gus Edwards ran 21 times for 130 yards. Whoever, who the fuck is Gus Edwards? Someone named Justice Hill ran the ball 10 times for 39 yards too. Tight name. Like they're just. This is a fucking running offense. This is just amazing. They, it's just the mo, man. I think the momentum is more more impactful than anyone gives it credit for. Like if a t- if someone named Gus Edwards can come out and have 130 yards rushing, no matter what the circumstances are, like that's that's because you're in rhythm, because you have momentum, because things are working for you. This is a good Steelers defense too. Dark Hodges uh, played not, like shit. Nine great. for 25 for 95 yards. Well, the- and you Griffin know. didn't do much better. I mean, one had ninety five well, yards, one had ninety six. That's the thing about that's the thing about Baltimore. If they get ahead of you, they're just going to stomp you. They're just going to stomp you. They got up six to nothing, uh, and then they got up nine to seven, then they got up sixteen to seven, and that was the ball game. Like you get this team gets up by two scores, they're just gonna they're just gonna run the shit out of the football, and they're and gonna play you. D, man. Yeah. So big shouts. They are the number one seed. They await. Um, the lowest winning seed from the first round, which, right. you know, if, if all goes according to plan, that would be the Texans, uh, which I think the Texans can beat the Ravens. I think the Chiefs can beat the Ravens. I don't think Buffalo can beat the Ravens. I don't think the Titans can beat the Ravens. I don't think that the Patriots can beat the Ravens. Uh, but we shall see. And then the last game, uh, we already talked about San Francisco 26, Seattle 21, um, I mean, you have to give San Francisco credit. They won the game. It's the first time they've won in eight years in Seattle. Um, you mean the division? No, the first time they've won a game in Seattle in eight oh years. Oh, my God. Well. Since 2011. Kudos. So they're, they are back, and they're the number one seed. They deserve it. You know, they, as we sit now, they would be looking at uh, the Eagles. Well, the Eagles are the four seed, but 
perhaps a uh, perhaps a rematch with the Seahawks. I think that's likely. Yeah, I, I assume the Saints are going to beat the Vikings and, and the Seahawks win the, will beat the Niners and you get another rematch so we get to see these teams again. Saints-Vikings, this should be interesting. That's the one where they had the uh, the pass interference call missed a couple years back, right? Same matchup? No, that was well, the Rams last was, year. Uh, I'm, it was I'm the thinking of two years ago. It was Minnesota, Minnesota Miracle. You know what I'm talking about, right? It was the Minnesota Miracle two years ago. Oh, and that was versus the Rams? No, that was against the Saints. Oh, versus Saints. Yeah. Saints so that's Vikings why it was two years ago. Saints yeah. Rams was last year with the the bad pass interference. That's right. Ball. I was thinking of the two years ago game. So there you go. Uh, Brad and I, as I mentioned, will be back later this week uh, to talk about preview all these games. Wildcard weekend's gonna be awesome. I'm all in. All in. When's the first game? Saturday. Of course, the the Texans are in their customary st- slot where they always play Saturday in the earliest game Saturday that nobody watches. Mm. Well, actually, people watch these. All these games get unbelievable ratings, but um, should be interesting. Yeah, uh, Saturday at three thirty-five Central, Buffalo at Houston. Saturday at seven Eastern or Central, uh, Tennessee at New England. Sunday at noon, Minnesota at New Orleans, and then the three forty game is Seattle at Philly. Damn, it's good. It's a good slate. So yeah, especially those early. You know, all of those games are going to be good. Really, really good. I mean, I'm not that excited about Seattle. Seattle is the, yeah. the least interesting to me. I'm, that's why I'm kind of surprised. The late game, that's the, the biggest TV window is the, the late Sunday game. But uh, we'll be watching. How would Marshawn Lynch do in his first return back? He did score a touchdown, but he didn't run for many yards. Okay. Just getting his legs on dream. Yeah. Yeah, shouts to Marshawn. The crowd went fucking bananas. I'm certain that. Was All right, well, happened. let's talk about some things that were bananas. We'll start with the the good game. Eh, let's start with the shitty game. Are we talking about college now? Let's move on to college. Okay. Let's talk about the college kids. Um, Oklahoma laid a fucking egg. Oof. LSU 63, Oklahoma 28. A all-time ass-kicking. A game that was not this close. And uh, an unbelievable performance, especially in the first half, but... Throughout the entire game uh, by Joe Burrow. How do you like 29 for 39, 493, and seven touchdowns with no picks? Does that, does that work for you? You could interest me in that. How about this Justin Jefferson kid? Didn't he have four touchdowns in the first half? Yeah. Jesus, 227 yards. I don't understand the ESPN QBR number. Never yeah. have. It's, you know, the, the best possible number you can have is 100. Joe Burrow had 98.5. His backup, Miles Brennan, threw three passes, completed all three for 39 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. He had a 99.8. How mm-hmm. how is that possible? Well, I mean, he didn't and he didn't throw an incomplete pass. That just means your system is trash. Well, it just means that you have to throw a certain number of it passes must be for it to be valuable. Very based upon uh, completion, yeah. yeah, completion percentage. Uh, Jalen Hurts did not play well. 15 to 31, 217 passing and a t- and an interception. Uh, he did run the ball 14 times, but only 43 yards. Two touchdowns, though. Two rushing touchdowns for him. He's yeah, a player, man. He's a good player. C.D. Lamb had a long long uh, play early in the game. He had four catches for 120 yards or 119. He's a bad, bad dude, and uh, I would love to see him in the National Football League, and we will. But other than that, they didn't have any – they had no other big plays. Their longest play was 21 yards. They had one that was 19 yards uh, other than those Lamb plays. Drake Stoops, I assume. Is, yeah, that's it's Bob's his kid, son? yeah. Oh. He's your second leading receiver, 28 yards receiving. So 
they just got their ass kicked. Justin Jefferson finished 14 for 227 and four touchdowns. Uh, plus, you got Randy Moss's son running around out there. I didn't know that was his kid. This I team saw the, is the bad Moss to name, the bone. Yeah, well, they kept showing Randy, too. Uh, Thaddeus Moss, four catches, 99 for a touch. Uh, pretty strong. CeeDee Lamb is a junior, so he can come out this year. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see him on Sundays. Uh, not much else to say other than LSU looked like the LSU team we've seen all season. Uh, they just stomped. I mean, it, an unbelievable. I mean, they're up, what, 49 to 14 at half? I mean, this game was long over. It was cake all the way. All the way. And this is a good OU team, man. Obviously, they went 12-2 and two in there, the four seed. But like, well, who knows how good Oklahoma is? I mean, they're not that bad. They're not bad enough to just get murdered like this. No, apparently they are. They played well. I think it says more half. about LSU, but I mean, what's going on with that Oklahoma defense? How does how does this mm. happen? Although Burrow, to to be fair, Burrow is amazing. He is making throws. They're, these are not dudes running wide open. This is not busted coverages. These are not trick plays. He's just throwing unbelievable ropes. So uh, and and dudes are making NFL catches. That one's mine. Sorry, fam. Look uh, out for that. Fucking ESPN with their autoplay. Um, do you think uh, Burrow is a product of no. of his system, or you think he's actually he's no he's, he's a deal he's time. the real he's deal. the real deal he's uh-huh. the real deal I'm hearing a lot of people saying it's a, a, a system who is saying deal. that I don't believe you Brad random people I like to talk to and drink booze with I don't believe any of those people I don't even believe that that exists I think you're lying to me is that right Yeah, nobody's saying that yes people are saying these things. there's there's no way you could watch that game and say oh this guy's just a product I, you know what i think it is it's texas fans who watched him play oh fuck texas and fans. it's the only game they saw him play in person so they think that's his, his he MO. tore texas's ass up too not that bad though anyways that i think that's probably where the hate's coming from from around these parts of the these neck of the woods well that's absurd okay all right so he's gonna go in and, and he's gonna be the savior of cleveland huh i mean joe burrow Cincinnati. Went- 31 of 39 for 471 and four touchdowns against Texas. So he tore that ass up, too. Put mm. up 45 points. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow is an incredible player, and he is making unbelievable throws. Now, don't get me wrong. He's got a bunch of NFL receivers. These dudes are bad. Yes. But he's just – these are not guys running open. He's fitting the ball into small windows. Uh, it was the most impressive – I mean, obviously, he throws for 493 in the in the semifinal for seven touchdowns. It's, it's impressive, but uh, I was – I was highly impressed. You More than have I have all like season. confidence in like a, a leadership quality to be a to beat a team this mercifully. Yeah, he's got swag too. Yeah, he got swag. Uh, how about the great game? The with great the, game with some. Also, the the nut crush game. If you're an Ohio fan, so let's Ohio start State with fan. the fir- the most pivotal play of the game that that pass interference or that dropped pass that was oh. That's not the one I would go to. Oh, it's not? I think that's the what decided the game. I'll tell you what I think okay, decided go the ahead. game was the, uh, the, the very sketchy targeting call in the first half. Mm. You, that swung the game in that much to you, huh? Yeah. The, first of all, Ohio State loses their best defensive player. Well, not their best defensive player, but their best defensive back uh, mm-hmm. gets ejected. That was also a third down play, and they made a sack, so they were about to get off the field. Yeah. Instead, they get a 15-yard penalty. They, and it's when they drove down the whole field. And they went down the and scored, touchdown, yeah. right? And all of a sudden, you go from 16 to nothing, and this game looks like a, a tremendous ass-kicking, uh, to now it's 16 to 7. Uh, don't don't get me started as fucking Dabo kicking extra points. Um, <laughs> but, like, that that was that was a game-changing moment. And and it's a... I mean, I guess by the letter of the law, it's just a terrible rule. Trevor Lawrence puts his head down because he's about to get hit. 
It, it, I'm not saying he did this on purpose. He didn't like. It's a defensive move. Like, that's just yeah, how it's going to be. I would put my head down too. The guy's helmet hits him and he gets ejected. Like, it was just, it was preposterous. And I know that's what the rule says, but it absolutely changed the game to me. That's that's a bigger one. The the fumble, or the, was it the 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 fumble play that was overturned? Mm-hmm. That was a third down anyway. Ohio State got the ball after that because that that was a third down stop, and then they Clemson punted to them, so it wasn't that but they didn't score after that, and it, they and that would have put them up. That would have put Ohio State back up. They were they were kind of reeling after. Like you said, the the targeting card and all yeah. that stuff. So I mean, I also say that was a big, big, big swing. Clemson won the football game. They deserve credit. And they won a hell of a lot of football games in a row. Mm. Ohio State lost this game more than more than Clemson won it. When you when you get a fifteen yard run into the kicker penalty or roughing the kicker penalty, uh, punt, punter penalty. You know what I'm talking about. When you rough the punter, like you deserve to get your ass kicked. When when you do the things that Ohio State did over and over again, they dropped two touchdown passes. Yeah. And their coach is such a whiny little bitch. I didn't think it was possible to to dislike anyone as much as Dabo, and it still is. I didn't possible. notice him any. He was just at halftime. He at halftime he just started making excuses and talking about how these ref calls were terrible and how you know we're getting screwed. Basically, like you can't start making excuses at halftime. You you sad little bitch. Mm. Uh, shouts to J.K. Dobbins, who looked like the best player on the field, even though he was kind of banged oh up a little God, bit. Oh, my God, he was incredible. 18 carries, 170 yards. Well, that was another big swing because he hurt his ankle. 9.7 yards a carry and uh, with two two rushing plays over 64 yards, I think. It's 68 and 64. To start the game. Like he yeah, started, in the first half. He's the one who opened up the pace of, in the can of whoop-ass, and then he hurt his ankle, and they tried to put him back in after the half. They had him all taped up, and he just... As soon as he, he didn't have it, that field seemed to be kind of fucked up too. Guys were sliding all over the place. It was probably a bad day to get an ankle injury. Uh, Justin Fields played pretty well, although he had thrown forty touchdowns and only one pick all season. And throws two picks, mm. including the 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 game, game sealer sealer, which was kind of a nut crush. Uh, Thirty for forty six, three twenty, and uh, one touchdown, two picks. He also. Only had uh, did not run the football effectively. Fourteen carries for thirteen yards. Like I think that includes sack numbers, but uh, tough. Shouts to Trevor Lawrence though, who did run the football effectively. Sixteen carries, one hundred and seven yards, six point seven a pop, and a touchdown. I didn't realize six, that. Well, I guess you, you you if you include the sixty-seven yarder, if you take that out, he wasn't as effective. But he Obviously. did run the football a lot. He uh, looked fast, man, for a six-six white guy. He looked. Pretty shifty and fast for with the ball. That's what so. Herb Street kept saying. It's yeah, like, it's not that he looked fast, but he he looked shifty. It yeah, and he's just so long and lanky. You'd think he'd just get lit up, right? Yes, like, I, I and he got hit hard hard a couple times. I was just like, he's very good at when he decides to run. He's rolling out and he decides to run. He turns a what should be like a two yard gain into an eight yard gain because he's he sort of deceivingly too. fast. Like he he's just. He's it's it's not that he looks fast. He's just so long. Like he takes two steps. His two steps mm-hmm. are worth eight yards. And then when he falls forward, that's another two because yeah. he's six foot and a half tall. Whatever. Yeah, he's good. Uh, Thirteen. He didn't throw the ball too effectively, but didn't make a mistake. Two touchdowns, no picks. Two hundred fifty nine yards passing. Uh, this Clemson team is good. 
I mean, obviously, it, it goes without saying, they've got five-star guys everywhere. They just looked like they were calm and collected the whole way through. Even when they got down 16-0, they didn't freak out. They just continued to play. They yeah, just no, this looked, team they is have, not... They have championship pedigree. I was impressed. Me too. I was impressed. Same. When they were down 16 nothing. although I, I really think that fucking roughing the... the that that uh, targeting penalty changed the whole game. Interesting. And uh, for me, it's, it's the number one turning It point. sucks when there's two, like, p- questionably... Uh, game-changing events that happen against your team both. There was a pass inter- a questionable pass interference down the stretch, too. Um, all that being said, that's, you know, they seem to be get, catching every break. Uh, but they, they did it. They um, looked pretty damn good, though. And they are. Uh, let me tell you what makes me fucking crazy. Okay. College coaches are fucking terrible. <laughs> okay, tell me why. Clemson, down 16 to nothing, scores a touchdown, kicks an extra point. What the fuck are you doing? There's no reason to kick an extra point. Go for two. They hmm. score another touchdown. They kick the extra point. If they would have, I mean, it's just it's insane. There's no logical reason, even in the se- in the first quarter or the second quarter, I should say, not to go for two. It, it just doesn't make any sense. If you have a chance to make a one a two possession game a one possession game, you do that. Hmm. And then at the end, uh, Ohio State when they went up. They had a chance to go for two and kicked an extra point. Totally inexplicable. And truthfully... I think they punted off the 39-yard line. Oh, yeah. Oh, they punted on on fourth and short several times. Total cowardly. And Clemson went for two after they scored the the late touchdown to go up four. They burn a timeout to go for two, which in that case actually was the wrong move to go for two. And let me explain. (laughs) Okay. Because if you kick the extra point, you go up five. And what you're really... What you're assuming is going to happen... Ohio State gets the ball back with a minute left. The only scenario that matters is if Ohio State goes down the field and scores a touchdown, and then you get the ball back and kick a field goal, right? Okay. So if you're if you're up four, Ohio State has to score a touchdown, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, if you're up five, Ohio State has to score a touchdown, and then you go down and you kick a field goal, you win the game. Okay. Right? Because then you're you're down two. If you're if you're up six, which they got the two-point conversion to, to lead by six, Ohio State scores a touchdown, and then you kick a field goal, you win the game. It doesn't matter. Six is no better than five, but five is significantly better than four. Okay, I'm with because you. Because four means you, you go for two, which they did. If they would have failed there, Ohio State scores a touchdown. Now you go down and kick a field goal, you only tie the game. You don't win it. Mm-hmm. So the one time they did go for two, it was a, it was stupid. It was a bonehead time to do it. Yeah, it was just, it, there was no, there was no, there's too much risk with no non. There was no reward. There was no difference being up six and five with a minute left in the game. Mm-hmm. The book says if you're up six, then that's better. With like, I don't know. I'm, I but followed in this logic. scenario. The way you I, outlined it, it is pretty clear. And I Dabo, I just hate him. I just really dislike him. He's he's just he's such a bozo. Uh, that's it. That's all I have to say about that. Stinky drink. He's coming for you next year, Dabo. Drink a wits, baby. Yeah, we're coming for that ass with all of our two and three star guys are going to come hey, roll over all those five. Stars. We're bringing Rudy into the game, baby. We're we're coming. So twenty nine, twenty three. Clemson uh, advances to face an unbelievable LSU team. Uh, I think Ohio State was the best team in the whole bracket. They look like it at, at, at certain times, but as you mentioned, they're totally fucking ballless. Punting on fourth and short, their, kicking field their goals. coach is totally ballless. Yes, yes. Yeah, you could tell like he was not up to the moment. Like He was obviously a new coach or 
new to being a head coach in a major program because he had the far superior talent, I think, of anybody in the whole country, really. Shame. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's superior Some, talent, but there is oh, talent you don't think so? and a great quarterback play. I mean, this like that Miami team in the nineties. Like they have, they've crazy got a bunch of first round everywhere. picks, but so does LSU and so does Clemson. Like, I mean, That's those three true. teams are clearly the three best teams. We've been saying it all season, and they proved it. Um, Before we shut down here, Memphis Penn State was actually a pretty good matchup between teams, and Penn State beat the dicks off of Memphis. It was close for a while. Uh, Penn State. Penn State uh, got him at the end, uh, but this game was actually pretty close into the third quarter. But yeah, yeah Penn State's good, uh, and they've got athletes too. I was surprised by that. I thought Memphis was going to play them tougher. LSU, by the way, has opened as a five-point favorite. The line has already shifted to LSU minus six. Hmm. Over/under for this game sixty-nine and a half. It could uh, be real good. I this will game take, will be played, by the way, in New Orleans. I will take Clemson. Those Cajuns are going to be out of their fucking mind. It's in New Orleans, you said. Yeah, at, like at the Superdome. Yeah. Yikes. Oh, these New Orleans people. Man, can you imagine? I flew through New Orleans on my way on uh, Christmas Eve, and everybody was wearing Saints to to New York. Everybody was wearing Saints and LSU gear, like everybody. And I was like, it's Christmas Eve. You you people are wild here. Also got some beignets. They have a uh, Cafe du Monde in the airport there. They do. They do. Ooh, nice. And it translates, huh? Yeah, I actually, we didn't eat them. We, we kind of got them and then walked onto the plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I ate them the next day. I heated them up in the toaster oven. Mm-hmm. Still pretty good. I mean, airport food, you would think, would not hold weight to the original. But, I mean, these are the real deal. Yeah, no, they were good. They were good. I, w- I was kicking myself for not eating them as soon as they came out of the fryer. Mm. Uh, but, like, you can smell it in the terminal. You're like, and you, I saw one person with a, uh, one kid with a Cafe Du Monde hat. Oh, that's tight. And then I saw someone drinking the coffee. I was like, holy shit, it's here. You knew. I, I, we got to go find You this. got triggered. Yeah. Yeah. Fried bread trigger. <laughs> shouts to uh, shouts to Dabo and Clemson, 14-0. I mean, I've seen arguments already that whoever wins this game, LSU or Clemson, has a legitimate uh, claim to be one of the greatest teams of all time. See, I think that's being too generous. I think the last year's Clemson team is better. Yeah. And I think that Ohio State, like I said, is better than both of them in terms well, of talent. Well, just beat Ohio State. And if they go beat LSU, I mean, those are two unbelievable. Those would be two amazing wins. Ugh. Now, granted, they kicked the, they beat the brakes off of Bama last year. So I don't, I wouldn't envision, nobody envisioned that scenario either. So I wouldn't envision that happening again, but who knows? You never do. Tonight, we've got Florida, number nine, playing versus Virginia, number 24. Yeah, and there's some good games New Year's Day. That All actually the New just Day kicked at 7 good. o'clock Central. Um, I'm excited for the Rose Bowl. Mm-hmm. Oregon, uh, mm-hmm. Oregon and Wisconsin. Just it's fun to watch. If Absolutely. Else. Uh, Baylor, Georgia, in the is that the Sugar? I forget where that is. Jesus, Florida's already up seven. Fourteen twenty left in the first quarter. And uh, that's going to be a whipping. Michigan, Alabama. We got two hotline calls. Should we play these? Yeah, let's listen to them. They're not from Will from Michigan either, which is which is the best part. <laughs> Don't act like you don't love Will from Michigan. Fuck Will from Michigan. You love him. Call our hotline, 800-392-6344. 800-392-6344. Here is the first call. Brad, Micah. It's more Bama, Ben. Oh. What's going on, y'all? Hope y'all had a good Christmas. Happy holidays. Micah, I know you're a member of the clan, so 
whatever it is y'all do, Hanukkah. Dicky means tribe. Yeah, the tribe, um, not the clan. Dick. For, uh, season. Uh, just want to let y'all know, uh, Alabama, go ahead and make y'all some money on that, minus seven and a half. Going to hammer Jim Harbaugh and Shea Patterson. It's going to be ugly. I wouldn't be surprised if we went by two, three touchdowns. Come on with it. It, uh, I mean, they play a single high safety and tell me Judy isn't just going to all over those boys. Um, <laughs> what? Down here in Orlando, it might go to the game, uh, like two hours away from me, so come on with it. Cool. But, uh, I'm a little yeah. irritated by Florida Bama. Go ahead this and point. hammer that. Um, that's my little advice for y'all. Uh, Micah, if you don't take Alabama, you're a uh, you're little narc. So, uh, love you, boys. Bye. I thought he just crushed that. What are you talking about? He called you a Klan's member. Hey, I might go to the game. Cool. All right, here's one more call. Guess who? Wait, 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 wait. Mike, wait. Chip Brad, Florida Bama, Bama again. Oh. I got more to say because I start sort of thinking about it, <laughs> got it pondering. I'm heated now. <laughs> so listen, we got whooped by Oklahoma. What was it? 2013 in the bowl in the bowl game. Yeah, we didn't want to be there. We had no motivation. We didn't. We wanted to be in the playoffs. We weren't. No, not in playoffs. 2013 was BCS. So listen, this year we have motivation. It is bullshit. Nobody liked the fact that Jim Harbaugh came in in the middle of the night and took away Josh Gaddis from us last year. Saban talked all the time about how, you know, he was he was playing with coaches and all, all the other coaches were distracted and they were more focused on the next job and all this and that next year. And we had so much backroom staff turnover last year that it's fucked us this year. So, we're going to be motivated. Saban's going to want to grind his heel in a little bit, pour a little bit of salt. So, forget what I said. It's not going to be two touchdowns. Listen to me. If we don't win by 21 points, Micah, I'll bleach my asshole. Come on with it. At least uh, Florabama Ben finished with a flourish there. Call our hotline, 800-392-6344, 800-392-6344. Brad, you got anything else? Uh, I think that's it, and that's all, man. We will be back with with more later this week uh, to preview all the games, and uh, I'm excited about it. So I hope you're excited. Always. All right. Check out mine and Micah. Check out lisa.com slash bdc. And check us out. Share this with a friend. Mm, bye-bye thanks for listening